The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. For some football talk. This is from Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard and the coach Al Gross. We'll tackle the personal and unheard stories of the players, coaches, and fans. And we'll score with the stories and headlines from this week in college and pro football. Now, here's the coach Al Gross with Derek Kennard. And welcome to another Monday night on From Under the Helmet with Coach Al Gross and Derek Kennard. And we're going to open it up this week with last night's game, DK. The Michael Vick, they called it in the papers in New York, the meltdown in the Meadowlands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that was an awesome game, wasn't it? I mean, it was just great to be a spectator of that. But, you know, you had uh, Michael Vick, uh, he's running the ball, he's passing the ball, and then you got your boy, Mr. Jackson, is just fantastic. Oh, my goodness. You know, I, you look at that game, and you see how dangerous uh, Michael Vick really is because what I saw, you know, being a former defensive back, when you blitz him and you don't get him and he slips out of there and it's man-to-man coverage in the back, it's, it's, it's lights out because the man ran for 50 yards on the last drive to get uh, that last score and not to mention Mr. Deshaun Jackson oh, on man. the ill-advised punt. And man, that Coach Coughlin can't probably still can't sleep. <laughs> well, I I would like to think that that punter is in the hot seat right now, as far as being out here. That young well, fella, man, you know, he he was supposed to kick the ball out. His explanation to the coach was. He got a high snap, so it's the it's the snapper's fault that he got that high snap. And it was a high snap, and then he wound up kicking it right to Mr. Deshaun Jackson. And, you know, this, that kid, man, he, he just he just amazes me. He seems like every week, man, he does something fantastic. And, you know, he had to add a little bit on to it by running sideways to get in the end zone and be sure to run the clock out. But, you know, there's no substitute for speed, and speed kills in the NFL. Now we're going to move to another team who uh, is one of the top teams in the league right now. The New England Patriots held on, and you know, DK, I was a little surprised by how uh, how well Green Bay uh, played, even though they didn't have Aaron Rodgers. Uh, they played them very tough there at home in Green Bay. 
Yes, they did. Uh, New England, New England uh, gave them gave them all they could stand, man. But you know, the Green Bay Packers, man, without their without their starting quarterback, they they, they did an admirable job. But uh, I knew they was going to be shorthanded going up against that that Mr. Brady. You know, Mr. Brady doing the, he's doing one hell of a job this year, man. He's of <laughs> 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 a, a lovely Brady. Of a man named Brady. The six kids, six kids are to come. Yeah, well, DK, yeah. you know what? This is something I used to always remember about when I was playing is that before practice, we always see the big guys out there throwing the ball, running for bombs, oh, talking yeah. about how sweet their feet oh, are. Man. Back oh. in the day when they used to run the ball and, and before they got to this 270, 280 range, what did you think about that guy running that kickback? Man, Connolly did a wonderful job running that ball. <laughs> man, I was I was having flashbacks of watching that good young man Mark run the ball back from that uh, that kickoff back. They kicked the ball to the big guy, and they they underestimated the guy's skills of of just uh, straight arming a young man and doing a cutback inside the <laughs> ten yard line to 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 get near the end zone. I was just so proud of the young man to uh, to uh, get the get the him into position to, uh, to to seal the deal. I was happy to see him. I was happy to see him too. And I'm gonna tell you something. A man that size, you know, I played about 200 pounds. You don't want to see a guy. <laughs> you don't want to see a guy like like that, especially if he's got a little wiggle to him oh, and no. a straight arm to go along oh, with that, because there's really nowhere to grab him. Well, you're gonna have to hit him low. You're gonna have to cut him you like a knife. Take his ankles out. Yeah, you got to take him out, man. But but uh, that's that's exactly what they did with the dude. <laughs> they, took, they took him Get out. Get on his back and pray for help. <laughs> yeah, they they took him out, and he they you know Pittsburgh Steelers did win the game. Uh, too bad for the Green Bay Packers, though. You know they they're going to hopefully get their quarterback back next week, and uh, they can resume play and uh, fight for that 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 central the the, the North. I'm sorry, division. The North division. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm like you. I'm the Patriot. Well, I, I'm gonna take one of your phrases. I'm not drinking the New England Kool Aid. I'm not believing that they're a Super Bowl team, even though they have one of the better records uh, in, in the in the in the season in the NFL. Now, let's move to another pivotal game who was showed who were the pretenders and contenders. And the Jets, who I picked before the season on paper, looks like they made all the moves, their general manager, to put them into the Super Bowl. And they struggled the last couple of weeks, but they went into Pittsburgh and beat a good Steeler team. What's your take on that game? Coach, the Pittsburgh Steelers, Steelers had this game just about all sold up and thought, thought it was sold up. And, uh, what, you know, they just didn't go away. Jets just, they just had no quit in them at all. They just kept clawing and fighting. And with uh, the quarterback having a decent game, uh, Sanchez, hey, man, the guy, the guy, he, he pull, helped pull this team through. And I was just glad to see that they, uh, they, they, they had a, they had a they had a pretty decent game against against a real really good Pittsburgh defensive squad. Well, they got three weeks to get that thing fixed uh, in in the Jets because right now they're good good enough on defense at times, but their offense has had a trouble scoring points. Yes, they have. Yes, they have. Yes, uh, the Jets. The Jets have had had some uh, a horrible time scoring scoring these past few games, and to, uh, this week, hopefully, they, I think they've just pulled themselves out of this slump. Yep, they did. Two of them, they mm-hmm. had lost two in a row, mm-hmm. and um, 
Yeah. We're looking at the uh, another big game we're going to look at is the Ravens going in and beating the team that I picked to go back to the Super Bowl, the New Orleans Saints. And DK, you <laughs> as a lover of the running game, boy, Ray Rice, and they just muscled up on the Saints uh, in that game in Baltimore. Uh, did you get a chance to to catch any of that? Yes, I did. And Rice, uh, he he did a wonderful job of of just the the gnash and gash and and doing that ground game that I like to see. And that's what they need out of the out of the <clears throat> that's what they need out of the um, the offense of their club, so they can help. Uh, keep that uh, that defense. Get, keep them fresh. You want to keep your defense fresh, and that's that's a that's, <laughs> that's a we, we know that we got to keep that defense fresh, uh, uh, squad fresh with the the Ray Lewises and the Shug, the Suggs out there. The boys. That's a heck of a ball club they got uh, over there in Baltimore. You know they're they're another team that have everything on paper. I, although I will say that their secondary is a little suspect, and when they can't see to get to the pass, to the pass rush uh, on a, on an opposing quarterback, they're a little vulnerable back there at the corner position. And Ed Reed, you know, he's he's back in there, but they've lost a lot of players uh, in that secondary over yeah. the last few years. Now, yes. um, another thing uh, we want to talk about is the is the fact that the Forty ers got got beat really bad. On uh, on Monday Night Football against the Chargers. Yeah. Now, the speculation in San Francisco is that Mike Singletary is is going to be out of there at the end of the season, and that they're looking at Brian Billick or John Gruden to come over and take over that team. What, what do you think about that? Well, you know, the general manager just stated uh, earlier in the season when they went on the losing streak earlier back in September and October. That Mike Singletary was going to uh, um, be kept throughout the season and into next year, and gave him a vote of confidence back in uh, December. I mean, back in September and October. But whether that stands true or not, I don't know. Uh, uh, you know, this was a big blow losing against the uh, San Diego Chargers like that uh, was a big blow too. And it's the way that to, they lost. You know, you yeah. can you can stand losing, and for all of us out there who I'm a Browns fan. And DK's, a, you know, he's got three teams he's fan of, but most, most importantly, the Cowboys, Absolutely. where the Super Bowl ring is from. If your team is not in the playoff run, what you want to see as your is it being your team as guys who don't have their bags packed, and you want to be see a competitive play out of the team. And you and if you're playing teams that you're supposed to beat, you should beat those teams. And that's what we want to see as fans and supporters of our team. But when you get beat and you get beat down, that's when the calls for the coach's head starts to come because we we love our teams and we don't want to be embarrassed as fans because, you know, we have to hear it during the week too. Absolutely. You want your teams to play uh, motivated, and that's got to come from above, from your from your head coach and, and your team leaders, and, and they're not getting that right now. And uh, unfortunately, uh, um, you know, I hope uh, – I'm not a big fan of Singletary, but um, I, I, I just – 
I just feel you for mean the as guy. A player, as, as a player, as a player, you didn't like. Him. I didn't uh, couldn't stand him. <laughs> couldn't stand the man. But uh, but you know we don't. Uh, me as an offensive lineman, former offensive lineman, we don't respect linebackers at all. Zero and none, baby. Well, guards and linebackers never have got along, and no. you don't want to be in the same room with no, them too but, long. No, it don't work good, brother. It don't work good at all. Well, we'll touch on a couple of things, but about our, I want to talk a little bit about my Browns. You know that I am. I am really. Uh, 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 Disappointed <laughs> losing to Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah. That's two games in a row that the Browns are supposed to win, and you want them to start taking a next step, but it doesn't seem like they're moving in no, the right direction. No and we're glad Colt McCoy is back. Now, what's going on? The Cowboys lost. Did they beat? They beat the Skins. Man, come on, man. I'm sorry. You know that, I'm man, sorry. How about them Cowboys? Man? How about <laughs> them Cowboys? They, they beat yeah. the Skins and scored a lot of points too. Yes. Well, you know that that's not even the storyline with this uh, with the Cowboy win. McNabb is the storyline behind that. Uh, you know with what. With, with the starting McNabb, would, would it been uh, a, a Cowboy victory? I'd like to come back to that after a break because I don't think I have enough time to put to fill that in right now, big fella. But you know what? With a McNabb in the lineup, the starting lineup. Who, for the Cowboys? No. Oh, for, for the Skins. <laughs> <laughs> for the Skins. For the Skins. Well, that made a three-point difference in the ball game. For the Redskins to win the ball game, would that have been a, a difference in the ball game for the Redskins to win? And that's a that's a hot thing I want to bring back when we come back off a of break. And we also have a caller and Tracy we want to talk to when we get back. So here we go. After these messages, let us pay some bills, baby. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Are you ready for an old school in your face discussion of professional college and high school football? Tune in for talk on a variety of football-related topics on the program From Under the Helmet with your hosts, Derek Ennard and the coach, Al Gross. You'll hear the week's headlines and straight talk from the hosts and their weekly guests that are personal and provocative. From Under the Helmet is broadcast every Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Channel. It's more than a sports show. Tune in every Friday for End of the Bench with Tony Bowie. Tony knows and does it all. Whether it's sports, business, or politics, the discussion all comes to focus in one place. You'll hear from the personalities as well as the everyday people, each bringing their own perspective to the discussion. This is a weekly forum that you'll want to be a part of. End of the Bench with Tony Bowie airs live every Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time. That's 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Spin It with Chuck Foreman has a spin on so much that's going on. It will be hard to fit it all into the promo. We'll talk about the weekend games, what to look forward to, hot topics in the news. Spin It Old School, which gives a back-in-the-day approach from Chuck. A no-spin zone where Chuck gives an unbiased opinion and lets you do the same. Chuck will be taking us around town and around the world with news, happenings, and more. It's football, news, and happenings. Tune in for Spin It with Chuck Foreman, Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America 
America's sports. are listening to From Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard and the coach Al Gross. We want to hear from you now. Call in with your comments, questions, or whatever to 1-888-346-9144. 1-888-346-9144. Or shoot us an email to dk7drey at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to From Under the Helmet with Coach Al Gross and Derek Kennard. And we're going to finish up uh, the discussion of Donovan McNabb. Donovan McNabb has been benched for the final three games of the season. And you know, and I'm not buying that monkey business that the coach is uh, giving out down there in, in Washington about uh, wanting to go with another quarterback to see where the quarterback situation is. But regardless of what, what, what the situation is, it looks like Donovan McNabb is done in Washington, D.C. Yes, he is. Um, you know, <clears throat> My concern is what whether this past game with the Cowboys would 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 uh, the Redskins employing Mister Mister McNabb back into the lineup would it made a difference in this ball game for them to win against the Cowboys? Now with Kitna in there for uh, uh, Romo, we we have we have uh, Grossman. Grossman didn't do a you know Grossman didn't do a bad job. You know he was twenty four forty three for three hundred twenty two yards and four touchdowns. He did an admirable job. And then you got Kittner in there for twenty five out of thirty seven for three hundred five yards. Man, that you know, but the Cowboys. The Cowboys, uh, you know, they did they did a decent job of running, and so and so did uh, so did the Redskins. So well, it was it was a, that's why it was such a close game. Well, if you're going to bench a veteran, then do it before a young guy, but don't do it with Rex Grossman. Kuzma's yeah. run out of Chicago for throwing too many interceptions. He's on his third team, and if you're going to do something like that, go with the young quarterback and, and start making a difference for the future. Now let's go to. Um, we have a caller. Tracy, are you there? Hey, how y'all doing? What's going on, Tracy? How about them Cowboys? How about them Panthers? <laughs> <laughs> you got to win, man. But you know what, man? Against the Cardinals? Come on, man. <laughs> well, we're here, we're here, in, we're here in Phoenix, and, uh, you know, they put the running game on the Cardinals. And, and, and let me say this about the Arizona Cardinals. You got man. What Their got? quarterback situation is is screwed up. Uh, you know they made some bad decisions on who to bring in here, and they're paying for it. But I still gotta believe that they gotta win against. They gotta win a game against somebody who's won two games. Now I'm not taking away from not nothing away from the performance that the Carolina Panthers put out there. But they're playing on their <laughs> third third quarterback. And when you know somebody's going to run the ball and pound it down your throats, I'm th- I'm calling out the guys on the Cardinal defense to try to stop that. Yeah. But didn't that, didn't that what I told y'all last week? That's what we need to do to win games, and what happened? Yes, and you are absolutely correct, Tracy. You you know uh, you called it, big fella. That's the formula for winning in December. Uh, yeah. When it gets cold. You don't want to throw the ball 40, 40 times down the, down the field. You and don't want to catch the ball either. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, get, you better you get paid. The guys that are getting paid the kind of money they're getting paid, they need to catch the ball. But being on a, on a defensive team, uh, being on, on playing on the defense, uh, you, when you have teams that are, are, are running the ball late in the season, there's not too much you haven't done on the film that teams haven't already seen through the scouting reports. So you got to do something. 
And thanks for yeah. calling in, Tracy. We got another caller. Next caller, are you there? Uh, yeah, I'm here. We got Kevin from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. How you doing tonight, Kevin? All right, not hooting too much, man, but um, enjoying the night anyway. How y'all doing tonight? Oh, we're doing great, Kevin. Uh, what's going on down there in the, in the Bayou? Oh, not a whole lot. We just uh, wiping our tears away a little bit after the Ravens uh, beat the Saints yesterday. It was a good game, though. But um, it's tough to win on the road against a good team, especially mid-December. That's but, right. Um, that's right. They won. Um, I was wondering. Uh, I had a question about uh, what do you think is the big, biggest difference between last year and this year's Saints team, man? Um, I, I, I know teams are coming after them more, you know, defending Super Bowl champs and, and everything. Um, you see any other differences? Yeah, I do. I see the biggest difference has been the the running back situation. You guys have been hit with a rash of injuries. Uh, and, uh, I, and and then the other part is people are shooting at them. You got that defending crown uh, sitting on your head. People are using that as a measuring stick to see, you know, where they are uh, as far as moving on to taking the next step. But I'm a hey, big fella. I'm with you uh, on that on the Saints thing. I think that the right team at the right time they catch catch fire at the right time and draw the right matchups in the playoffs are going to go to the Super Bowl, and Drew Brees has made a believer out of me as far as what he can do as far as bringing the team back, and if they get some games in that doggone dome down there, look out. Well, that, that's going to be hard to do. I think they'll probably end up being a wild card team, seeing that uh, Atlanta won yesterday. That's right. They're two games back with two to play, so, but uh, uh, at least they'll play Atlanta in the dome, but uh, it's tough to win on the road against a good team, so we'll, we'll see what they can do, but they owe Atlanta one. <laughs> hey, don't count them. Don't count them Saints out, big fella. Uh, Kevin, you got uh, you got some guys getting healthy in the backfield right now with 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 Bush coming back and and then other guys getting healthy with your tight end getting healthy again. Hey, you guys uh, don't count the uh, the Saints out, big fella. And that defense is still is still uh, is what they are. They, they create they, turnovers. They create major turnovers. So don't count them them, them Saints out, man. So who that? <laughs> Thanks for calling in. I just wish they would have tackled Ray Rice instead of trying to arm tackle and strip the ball away. You know, that's what I saw a lot of yesterday. Yeah. But, um, anyway, guys, thank you so much and Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy, Happy holidays, holidays to man. you too. And thanks for calling in. Thanks, let's, Kevin. Let's talk about those Falcons. You still not drinking the Kool Aid, man? <laughs> you said, well, last week you kind of felt a little bit of a believer with them. Uh, uh, what do you think about uh, the, the 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 Atlanta Falcons? Now let's look. They're twelve and two, mm-hmm. tied for the best record in the NFL. They're in a tough division at NFC South with Tampa Bay, the Saints, and they they don't look they don't seem to be slowing down. They have a game plan, a philosophy, and, I, and an identity. Yes, yes. And a good young quarterback, Matt Ryan, and Roddy White have been a great, good combination for the last couple of years. And and you know what uh, what what makes them so awesome, uh, the Atlanta Falcons, is the that running game and uh, man that running back, Michael here, Turner. Michael Turner is just really really lighting it up. And uh, you them big old tree trunks of of legs. Um, I don't see anybody want to tackle the big fella. Well, I like Atlanta, uh, and you know Arthur Blanks deserves this because you know he went through the thing with Michael Vick yes, when he, he did. spent so much time and uh, so gave him so much support. And then we see uh, uh, the coach Bobby Petrino uh, mm-hmm. come in there and not be able to handle the coach pro football coaching job and bail out midseason to go take the job at Arkansas. 
Yeah, uh, that was a tough. That one, was yeah. that was a tough tough blow to him. But to see this franchise come back the way they have has been a, a tremendous uh, accomplishment for them. Now, speaking of speaking of second chances, I have to go back and talk about Michael Vick and uh, how so many people were writing this guy off when mm-hmm. he went to jail and he got in trouble. He was under so much scrutiny about the dog thing, and we don't want to. We don't want to dodge the fact that he did do something that uh, was a mistake and in, 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 in a criminal act, of so to speak. And to see him do the right things and come back to be where he is now, I mean, that, that sends a, a great message to society as a whole about people who get in trouble and how they, how they can come back and be back up on top. What's your take on that? I think that's awesome that he's uh, come come back to be not only not only a heck of a football player but a great uh, an awesome citizen of uh, of our society. So, um, you know, this this he's not only come back to to be a good citizen. He he he's been a student of the game. He's he studied how to get the ball out and to uh, to, to turn his shoulders and, and square his shoulders up and throw the ball and and, uh, and and not just take off on the run when when the heat comes. He he's been keeping his head up and getting his uh, keeping his eyes downfield to get the ball downfield to his to, and letting the, Mr. Jackson do his thing. It, yeah, you know he's been man. He's been really really a, a balanced attack of, 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 the, of the Philadelphia Eagles of what he's been displaying out there, and and for him to go back into the classroom and reconstruct the way he do, uh, does does uh, does his throws and do, does his sets and his setup. You know, he's. I really, really admire the way he's done this. Uh, it's, it's been truly, truly uh, awesome for him to do this. And and now, now you know, uh, with him studying up under McNabb and McNabb, McNabb showing him all the tricks of the trade. Right. And now he's gone. And now he's having problems. And but it's not off the field problems. It's it's with uh, old Shanahan. You know, it's either Shanahan's uh, way or the highway. And and uh, but good job, good job for Vic. Yeah, when you take the difference in what Donovan McNabb had as far as talent around him in Philadelphia and what he's got now in Washington, it's just like night and day. And I want to commend the Eagles' ownership and uh, Andy Reid for being a quarterback guru who's who's taken all the quarterbacks, even Kevin Cobb. Mm -hmm. And and he's been a great teacher to those guys, and Michael Vick has been very accurate. Now, you know, we got to go back to the Bay Area and talk about the Raiders. They had a big win against (laughs) uh, uh, this weekend, and they scored 39 points. Man, how Uh, about that? You know, we want to give a shout-out to the Oakland Raiders for uh, a win over the Denver Broncos. And what do you think about Tim Tebow being an NFL quarterback? Well, you know, I I thought Tebow had had all the all the right tools, but you know, he he still he still need to be polished and and he still needs to learn a little bit how to read the defenses and and to uh to uh decipher when there's uh when they're eight in the box and and or when when he has a hot read and things of that nature. It's, it's so many um variations and and things he has to do and and when he lines up at quarterback. So, you know, he got to get people lined up properly. He's got, you know, he got some people in motion. It's a number of things. He got to read the defense. And then he, uh, on top of all that, it's a blitz coming. So they, they, he got a lot thrown at a young rookie coming into the league like that. So it's, it's, it's always good to have a guy. A guy to sit a year or two to learn. To learn. It's very hard to come in there as, a, as fresh as a rookie to get in there and do that. 
We'll go, we're going to go to a break in here in a minute, and when we come back, DK, we're going to continue on the NFL scene. We're going to talk about uh, some of the top players. We're going to talk about the quarterback situation uh, for the draft coming up and who needs quarterbacks, and we'll talk about that (laughs) right after these messages from, from Under the Helmet. Right back at you. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Are you ready for an old school in your face discussion of professional college and high school football? Tune in for talk on a variety of football-related topics on the program From Under the Helmet with your hosts, Derek Ennard and the coach, Al Gross. You will hear the week's headlines and straight talk from the hosts and their weekly guests that are personal and provocative. From Under the Helmet is broadcast every Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Channel. Don't miss the show that gives you exclusive access to your favorite pro athletes off the field and in our communities. Join host Nick Murphy for Heroes Radio. Hear it directly from the source as we take you behind the scenes with your favorite stars. It's sports, community, entertainment, and fun. And it's all part of Heroes Radio. Tune in Friday afternoons at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific, only on the Voice America Sports Channel. Never be satisfied. Let that be a lesson you take away from Double Time with Double D, featuring businessman and former NFL star Dave Duerson. We'll talk about the NFL with special focuses on the game itself, and Double D will take your calls and answer your emails live on the show. It's not Football 101, but rather an in-depth look in the locker room, on the field, away from the field, and opening up the mind of the player. The program will also feature positive messages. So tune in to Double Time with Double D, Thursdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. are listening to From Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard and the coach Al Gross. We want to hear from you now. Call in with your comments, questions, or whatever to 1-888-346-9144. 1-888-346-9144. Or shoot us an email to dk7drey at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to From Under the Helmet. And DK, we're going to get into some of the teams that we feel that are in the sweepstakes for the top quarterbacks. There's, there's a couple of three quarterbacks out there that can be franchise quarterbacks if they come out of college. We want to, we all know about Cam Newton and uh, the, the young man up at Stanford, uh, Mr. Luck. And uh, there's some number of teams out there that their, their fortunes would be uh, a lot different than where they are down at the bottom if they had a good quarterback. What teams are, are in your opinion, uh, in the quarterback sweepstakes, that will make a big difference. I believe the teams that are are in the sweepstakes for the 
Cam Newton and uh, the the, the uh, Locker, Mr. Luck, Mr. Luck, yes, Mr. And, Luck. and Locker, Jake Locker. Locker is coming out. Too. Jake Locker and Luck. So we got those th- the sweepstakes for those three would have to be number one, the Panthers. The Panthers, uh, they're in the sweepstakes uh, to get, uh, I believe, uh, uh, Luck and, and or Locker. What about the quarterback they got from Notre Dame? You know, they, you don't think he's the guy? Uh, that's a negative. Future. We got to talk to Tracy about that next week. Yeah, yeah. That's a negative, big fella. <laughs> he, he he blew he blew he blew his chance down there in in in, in, uh, in Cleveland, brother. That's, no, that's not the guy. That was you talking about the guy uh, went to Denver. This guy's uh, from. He's drafted from Notre Dame. Uh, I can't think of his name, but they're feeding him baby food instead of letting him play quarterback. So they won't know if he's any good or not until they open up the offense. Well, but anyway, because you can't call his name, you, that means he, you know, <laughs> he, 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 he is who we thought. <laughs> you are who we thought. <laughs> but hey, but you know the next one in the sweepstakes for the quarterbacks would have to go to the Arizona Cardinals. They are they are desperately looking for a quarterback to come in and take charge. And who's polished enough as a as a rookie to come in and make a difference? Because that's that's exactly what the Cardinals need right now. They, they see they don't need no 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 other quarterback to come in here as a young quarterback to to ride the pine and cl- carry the clipboard. They need somebody in here that's polished. So you got to look at the GM and, and 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 the head scouting program with the with the Cardinals and who would be that number one quarterback that they want to get in the mid first round because um, that would have to be um, is it uh, is it Luck is it uh, Cam Newton is it Locker who is it? Well, uh, that's where they got to do their homework. Uh, and we got another team that uh, needs a quarterback, and that's the San Francisco 49ers. Now, what do you what's your, what do you think that uh, <laughs> you think they go for a veteran? I mean, they got there's a number of guys that are going to be switching teams. They're talking about Carson Palmer coming west and and ending up in Seattle or 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 in the Bay Area. That may not be a bad idea for the for the San Francisco 49ers to get a Palmer in there because they the uh, San Francisco 49ers have a, enough uh, number uh, first round draft pick quarterbacks back there that uh, in their lineup to to uh, and to implode into their offense, but uh, it, it hasn't worked out. Well, all those guys are done. They're like the, they're kind of like the, the the teams that you know once you make a bad pick in the first round at quarterback, you're going to be hurting for a long time yeah. unless you get some quarterback help from the from a veteran. So we got those teams, and we're looking at some of the bottom team. Buffalo, do you think the guy in Buffalo is good enough to, to stick with him, or do you need to go for a young guy in Buffalo? I think the guy in Buffalo, is going, he's going to do just fine. He just needs a little more time and a little more, a little, just a little bit more time, big fella, and, and time will tell. Well, we know that the, another bottom team is uh, the Denver Broncos, and they got two. They got Cleveland's reject Brady Quinn for Peyton Hillis, and I'm going to applaud the Browns for that. And that's another team. They got Tebow, and and they got Brady Quinn, Quinn and Quinn. they got Kyle Orton. So they really don't need a quarterback. And no. Kyle Orton was no. uh, leading uh, one of the leaders in the league in stats. I think one uh, of those two quarterbacks is going to pan out for them. Um, 
but they need to pick one and, and, and stick with him and allow that allow him to develop into a into a uh, a, a awesome quarterback and they you know and let him learn the system opposed to uh, uh, you know jerking him in and out of the lineup you know well but the coach being gone and being fired <laughs> Josh McDaniels who knows what's going to happen in Denver and another team uh, uh, that uh, is is quarterback starved is going to be the Washington Redskins. Are yeah. they going to go with um, Grossman? Rex Grossman? Come on, man. Come on. You might as well go after Jake DeLome because he won't be in Cleveland next year if you're wow. going to go for Rex wow. Grossman. No more retreads. You know, I'm a believer in no more retread coaches or quarterbacks after they get to a certain point. They're done. Well, I, I can see, um, I can, I can actually see Shanahan sticking with Grossman and going and going to get a young quarterback uh, like Locker to come and learn and, and, and tutelage behind behind Grossman and and uh, yeah, you know he could draft a quarterback, but allow Grossman to be the lead man as a veteran to come in here, come in here and uh, um, uh, and, and teach. Kind of like Kurt Warner was supposed to do for 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 liner for a liner, and he never got back on the field. That Uh, that was supposed to happen, but you know how you know how that song went. And I'm gonna disagree with that philosophy of of keeping a veteran around. That's that's the that's the scary way out. I think if you're gonna go and get a guy that high, Mm -hmm. don't waste him sitting him on the bench. Put him out there because there's too many cases going back to Dan Marino. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got uh, Eli Manning. We got all yeah. the quarterbacks with uh, uh, Peyton Manning. They didn't sit around and wait. That's just like calling the game plan so you don't lose. And that's the kind of coaches that I'd steer 20 feet away from. That's why when Archie Manning saw that the San Diego Chargers had the rights to Eli's contract back in Elway when they had the draft choices, they said, we're not going to these teams because they know they're going to baby food the plagues calling and put them and give them a limited to play calling and not allow them to throw the ball and threaten the defense downfield and learn on the job, which it takes. And you see the teams being rewarded like that by Baltimore. The guy in Pittsburgh came right in and played and so forth and so on. I agree with you to a degree, and I disagree with you to a degree. Well, that's okay. What, and that's okay. Uh, but what I'm what, – and that makes a healthy relationship between the two of us. But – You don't see his face in there. I'm getting ready to slide. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, as a, as a, as a former player and a, and a high draft pick that myself, I, I, I wasn't going to get any better sitting on the bench. I need to play. I got to play exactly. to, show, to show my, my worth. And, and 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 I was worth drafting that high. I, I want to show you that I'm I'm capable and able and uh, hostile, mobile and and, and 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 freestyle for you, big fella. But you know what? And quarterback is a different situation. You have things are happening much faster than it was in high school or in college. These they got live bullets coming at you, big fella. They got some they got some safety that's shooting for you. That is they they coming from the corner spot. They coming from the edges. They coming from all angles. You got to know your hot reads. You got to know where your guy is going in and in, in motion. You got to remember the snap count. You got to <laughs> <laughs> line up on the center. <laughs> But you know, but but here's here's the difference in from the time we were playing to mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. You got two doggone mini camps. 
you got off-season conditioning. These guys, they don't they come back in February and they're back uh, March. They're training. You got a lot of time after the draft to get these guys ready to play, and uh, that's where you you got to do the gut check and find out if these guys got enough courage. And if they're not smart enough to pick that stuff up, then I don't think they should be drafted in the first round. Now we got a few more minutes to go and to talk about uh, what's Whoa, going hold on, on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I I seen some guys this past week. What is this? Week sixteen? Week seventeen? <laughs> what week is this in the NFL? And I seen some guys go the wrong way, miss a snap count. Come on, I understand about all them walkthroughs and mini camps and uh, OTAs and and. Bay Bay Bays and <laughs> <laughs> they got all these things and then you know and you got guys still going the wrong way on a play and not knowing which what to do on a on a blitz situation. Come on, man. It's uh I, I have no idea what's happening uh under the helmet of some some players when you have all these elements that taking place during the course of the off season and during the course of a season. Well DK, you know what? <clears throat> Some guys are gifted with enough intelligence to learn these plays and learn them fast. And then I won't even call out any names. But we have <laughs> guys who have been five, six, seven years in the league, and we come back to training camp, and they wouldn't know what. They would still be lost, and you almost have yeah. to put them out there and yell at them before yeah. they get it. I understand it. I, I, so. I, I got a few of them in my pocket, too. <laughs> 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 what about uh, now? We got the co- we want to talk a little bit about college before we go to break. Uh, we had some games over the weekend, but what's up with the six win teams? And we got two team. We got a two teams that are six and six going to bowl games. What's yeah. up with the bowl game situation? Well, that's where we need to, we need to rectify that by getting the playoff system as soon as possible, and hopefully they they formulate something in the near future to uh, to rectify all this. These six and six uh, teams going to bowl games and 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 you know once you get a playoff system we can eliminate all this stuff and you get a five you get a team that's lost their last five games in a row get rewarded by going in the bowl game mm-hmm. and when they start being called the Beefo Brady Bowl game come on come on, come on man <laughs> when they, when they, you know the people that was announcing it was laughing about it I, I man I had to I had to give it a chuckle for that one myself yeah, I'm waiting on the Roscoe's chicken and waffle. Since we got all the rest of that going on, we might as well have Roscoe's up there, big fella. Now, um, when we come back, we got a Monday night football game between the Chicago Bears. Here's a chance for the Bears to right the ship, get back on the winning ways to show that they have a right to be in the contenders category after the big flop when New England came to town. And we're going to talk about that in the field conditions, big fella. No, 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 no. That's not the storyline. It's Brett Favre going to play, big fella. Is Brett Favre still going to? Man, he better sit his butt down. Come on. Brett Favre is talking about playing in this ball game, and it still has yet to be determined. We're going to see about that. And when we come back after these messages, we got some bills to pay, big baby. to the pros we we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports 
Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, is here for you, the fan, to hear about and discuss the week's top stories in the world of sports. We'll discuss not only the headliners, but you'll hear some of the smaller stories that don't usually make it on the sports wires today. It's a forum for the sports fan, hosted by Joe Cribbs, a three-time pro bowler with the Buffalo Bills. Joe is a 10-year pro football veteran, a former Southeastern Conference Most Valuable Player, and a member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Discuss the topics with Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, Mondays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Network. Entrepreneurial Insights is your weekly excursion into the world of business ownership. Presented by Sunbelt Business Brokers, the leading business brokerage and intermediary firm in the world, Entrepreneurial Insights will examine critical issues that impact both existing and prospective business owners. If you own or want to own a small business, listen for Entrepreneurial Insights with John Davies, Pino Boccianello, and Matt Ottaway. Fridays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Are you ready for an old-school, in-your-face discussion of professional college and high school football? Tune in for talk on a variety of football-related topics on the program From Under the Helmet with your hosts, Derek Gennard and the coach, Al Gross. You will hear the week's headlines and straight talk from the hosts and their weekly guests that are personal and provocative. From Under the Helmet is broadcast every Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. are listening to From Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard and the coach Al Gross. We want to hear from you now. Call in with your comments, questions, or whatever to 1-888-346-9144. 1-888-346-9144. Or shoot us an email to dk7trey at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. We are... Going into the Chicago Bears facing the Minnesota Vikings on our Monday night uh, football game tonight. And we're just keeping our eye on this ball game with we have the Minnesota Vikings has just scored six points on the Chicago Bear on this frozen field here in Minnesota. And what a, what a game. Who do we have at quarterback <laughs> for this game? That is uh, that is the question: is who is in at quarterback for this ball game? Big uh, Bubba Gross, what you got for us? Well, on this it, one? it appears Brett Favre is quarterback, and, and and man, I'm telling you, what is it? I don't understand. You know, I, well, I do understand. It's like a boxer. We saw Muhammad Ali hang on too long. We saw a lot <laughs> of great fighters hang on too long. And suffer the damages later on in life. Now, I'm not saying that's not going to be the case. With, I'm not saying that's going to be the case for Brett Favre because of concussions and slurred speech like a boxer. But the man's body, after taking that kind of a whooping the couple weeks ago when we saw him get that vicious hit, sure, uh, he's a competitor. But you know what? The Vikings are going absolutely nowhere this season. What is he doing out there on the field? But you know, that's the, that's who he is. 
you know, you have Brett Favre has always been controversial with with holding out and and uh, all the uh, shenanigans he's done. Uh, over not coming past. to training camp, you mean? <laughs> right, not coming to training camp and holding out for whether he's going to coming back or not. And yes, he he, and I do believe he does love the attention. I you know, but. Um, you know, for the future of my ball club, I will be looking at the future at uh, at uh, putting in somebody that is going to build for our future. But you got to listen, look at the coach that's in there right now. He's trying to solidify himself as possibly the next head coach for this ball club, and he's looking for the best opportunity to win this game is with Brett Favre. So you got to put your mindset into the coach's mind and says, hey, man, I, what's my best chance of winning and me possibly preserving my, uh, my position as a head coach? For the Minnesota Vikings. i tell you what it is. It's scrap to Tavares Jackson and try to do everything possible to go down and get you a Cam Newton out of Auburn. That's what I would do. Yeah, yeah. That would uh, that that uh, Cam Newton would solve a lot of his problems later on. But, you know, that's uh, that's yet to come. That's now yet let's, to come. Let's talk about the field conditions because we saw where the roof tore on the Metrodome. Yes, it and did. And they are trying to get a new stadium in Minnesota. We don't want to see the Vikings leave Minnesota, which is a, a possibility with the – with the lease being uh, up at the Metrodome at the end of 2011, and L.A. is looking for a team, and there have been rumors that they could go, the Buffalo Bills or Jacksonville could end up in L.A. if they can ever get a stadium built. Uh, They're playing on a field that the punter says was like concrete, and, you know, being playing in Cleveland, when you pull that tarp off and the moisture runs down, it only takes about 30 minutes or less for that to freeze and turn into just ice. And it looks like the field is, even though it's turf, it is a really, really hard surface. Um, Have you played in a cold game like that? Yes, I have. I played in a, in a uh, cold stadium like such as that at the uh, at the Veterans Stadium down in Philadelphia. At a, I believe it was thirty six below that day. And uh, uh, the, if every if anybody remembers that field, uh, that <laughs> is like playing on concrete. That old we, turf, yeah. that brush. They had some of the worst turf during that time. Oh yeah, too. they not only was it a football field, it was a baseball field. So they had zippers that would trip you up if you just strolling along. I seen a guy tear his knee up just walking on the veteran stadium's field with, uh, and tripped up on a zipper and tore his ACL UP up. <laughs> <laughs> and I've seen it with my own eyes. But uh, what happens is at 36 below, uh, that field was frozen, Ooh. and uh, but it was turf, and uh, it is still it still didn't make any difference whether it was turf or grass. It was this the field is just extremely hard, and it was wet. It it, it rained earlier in uh, in the day and uh, that morning, and of course, uh, yes, the, 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 at that at that temperature it freezes, so it's going to be hard. Now, the last I saw on this game here, uh, prior to this game to kick off tonight at 2 o'clock this afternoon. It was minus 22. And it don't get no hotter than that after the, after the 2 o'clock. So well, that, mean, that means it was 4 o'clock their time. Yeah, that's the high for <laughs> Sometimes that can be the high for the day. That's the high of the day. It's, it's 20 degrees and then you got wind chill which takes it down below that. So, you know, 
uh, let's let's hope Minnesota uh, gets a new stadium and that they keep playing in the dome because really for the fan and the spectator, we really don't want to see these kind of conditions because it takes away from the speed of the game. And as a defensive back, when you're running at high speeds and you fall on a surface like that, it's like being thrown out of a car going 20, 25 miles an hour, and it ain't fun. Well, you know what happens, man. Uh, th- this is part of football. You can you can also look at this and say, man, this is this is this is football, baby. Yeah, you coming to my backyard? You, this is not in in uh, La La Land of uh, Los Angeles. Uh, Los yeah, Angeles exactly, big fella. Miami. Right. This is what we do out here at this time of the year. Is play football. Now roll your sleeves up and get your get your snot bubbled because it's time, baby. Well, one thing about it, once it once it's kickoff time and you know you're gonna <laughs> play in it, man, you best better dress warm because ain't nothing gonna change. That's right. Yeah, now. Uh, I I admire folks out that out uh, that's out there that goes out there and plays with the sleeves rolled up with nothing on their sleeves and 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 go out there and 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 bubble snots and have have a good time, big fella. Well, they had that doing when I was playing against the Steelers. They had guys like doing that, and I'm gonna tell you what allows you to do that. It's called anabolic steroids. That's a negative, big fella. <laughs> called, that's what it's called. When you're crazy enough to go out there with no sleeves on, man, you got to be taking something and your arms are still pumped up like that in December you know I'm gonna call it the way I see it well you call I call it Vaseline big fella because <laughs> you, you put some Vaseline on there that's gonna help that's gonna help you well, stay warm big fella that's all I'm saying oh yeah we had all the tricks put the Vaseline on plastic bags mm-hmm. put them on put, your lips you know, too to keep them soup coolers together too boy, you crack it over <laughs> <laughs> I got to get one. I got to get one, you know, big fella. That's the way it rolls. That's how we but roll hey. from under the helmet. You know, if you can't take a joke, then, you know, then you can't come in the locker room. That's right. Well, we have the we have Chicago Bears that's in plus territory right now, and they they look like they want to they want to do something as far as get a first down and to uh, and get uh, get try to try to get something on the board. But uh, we at this time we want to like take a little time out to say a few words on Hitman Sports. He got a few things coming up this uh, this uh, uh, early in the year. What what do you got coming up, Coach? Well, you know we've teamed up with Arizona Varsity. In uh, Rivals.com on a camp. Uh, it's actually a combine on February 12th. We'll be here in Phoenix, Arizona for the top, some of the top players and college prospects that are juniors, sophomores, and in the ninth grade to kind of get them ready for college ball. And we'll be doing some, uh, some recruiting information along with videotaping the, the workout and that type of thing. So we're awesome, looking forward awesome. to that. All right. I'll be assisting you with that. And I'm, I'm also promoting uh, a blueprint education with Kids at Hope. Also, Mary's Mission. We have an outpatient program that we're, we're counseling um, some, some people with substance abuse and issues and out in Mesa, Arizona. And I want to thank all of our viewers for visiting us here on Voice America from Under the Helmet. And we have Coach uh, Al Bubba Gross and and Derek Kennard here, just uh, wishing you happy holidays, big baby. Yes, sir. Happy holidays Merry to Christmas. all the families out there. Thanks for joining us for From Under the Helmet. 
Derek Gennard and the Coach Al Gross will be back next Monday night at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel for another look at college and pro football from under the helmet. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.